Welcome to Cloud Unplugged. I'm John Shanks. And I'm Jacob Shaw. Um, and I think we're going to be talking about product management, delivery management, and basically whether you do need them. Or whether you need them at all. Maybe you don't. Just never need to deliver anything. Yeah. Right, end the podcast. Great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's it's quite a, an interesting topic, isn't it? It's like yeah. um, a lot of teams nowadays, there seems to be a bit of a like a, a thing that's set in the industry, like what a, a good team, multidisciplinary team looks like with delivery managers or product managers, maybe both, or like service owners, product owners, yeah. um, user research, all, all of the things that go into building products. I guess we've, in our own company, we've probably had our experience of this, right? Yeah. Going from one to the other and things like that. Um, what, what are your thoughts on how to make delivery efficient and actually i guess there's a difference between like building and discovering on a product like the different stages of the life cycle of the of product. A product yeah and then what's right for each one given that you're sort of playing this role now <laughs> what, what 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 are your thoughts um so this is just my experience so yeah. i don't know if this is the same as, as as other people's but depending on the stage of the product um until you're getting good like traction from and feedback on that traction really well and probably a little bit more in mass plus like data to start to inform decisions mm. then the vision is probably more important at that stage on what you're trying to build until the point that you others can steer the product for you and so I've, i kind of feel like there's an inflection point of which a product manager could do what would be classified as traditional product management yeah which is like user research and user feedback doesn't mean that you can't test things and other things but so you reckon the the product owner is more important because like setting a vision and all that kind of stuff at the beginning of the journey yeah i'll probably caveat that for like there are other tactics you could probably use mm. but depending on the type of product as well yeah because if it was like, like a really simple yeah and product, SaaS or something not, yeah. well SaaS could be quite complicated to deliver on depending on what it does but i guess it's kind of the complexity of the product and how many how multifaceted or singular it is yeah in that if it's just doing like one or two things really well versus being a bit of a platform or doing lots of different things of lots of different sort of pieces then it probably involves like quite a lot of technical and vision setting and all that kind of stuff. Right? And the go-to, I mean, this is a, this is the issue because it's commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then the go-to market also it matters. It doesn't have to be commercial. It could be a, an internal product. Yeah. So I mean, degree, yeah. so I mean, then yeah, I guess what what it is, what it really is, and then what it is you're trying to do. Because if it's you know, if you're gonna launch into being a free thing, mm. then the expectation is quite different. So you might start with like free. And therefore, people are okay to give feedback, but it doesn't matter because it's free. <laughs> As in, like, you just, just there's no just cost. You use it or don't. Yeah, exactly. There's no cost to them. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. cost to you is a business if it is a business. Cost to them is adoption and time and time. Yeah, that's they've got to give their time up. Yeah. Um, open source where they can get to contribute it, to contribute to it. Data. Yeah. Is then different because they also get to shape it, mm -hmm. so they feel more involved than maybe just using it. Um, they can use it and improve it. Um, and then commercial is obviously different again because mm. then it's like a, a yet another play where you kind of have to entice people in to want to use it. Kind of have to do a um, bit of a, then you're almost like product m marketing 
yeah. manager, you know, product market manager with a bit more of a marketing hat on. Yeah. Because you have to understand what the landscape is and use the right messaging and all of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's a lot to it that's not mm. just the product. But taking that away, I do think it's important, depending on whether you can or can't get the feedback you need to set direction, then whoever is setting the direction in the product owner, whoever's the vision, is probably needs to be highly connected to what's being delivered because mm. otherwise people don't really know what the scope is of the story and you know when is it finished and you know what is the real feature really aiming for for this and um, what's the but, experience we're wanting. I guess could you, do you reckon you can have enough process instead of having the roles because the, you know ultimately roles are just doing a thing. Yeah. Um, and obviously they have a skill set, but it's like a really it's. Um, you bring people in that have certain skill sets and put them into a role and give them responsibility and stuff. That's not to say that other people without that specific responsibility or, or without the title couldn't do it. Like facilitating That's finding I mean, right? things out. So like, for example, in, in um, agile teams, you don't have to have a delivery manager that is the scrum master. You might have a uh, a lead developer. You might have just an, a normal developer wearing that hat. Yeah. So in, in the same way, do you, do you think that... Um, I guess product management could be done by a I don't know lead developer. In fact, when you when you're working on like a tiny tiny thing, and let's say you might be both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You might be playing lots of different roles. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think anything is possible. Anything is possible, <laughs> and people. I think it boils down to probability of characteristics in a person, mm. and then also what they're weighted for. So if if the developer likes engineering more than maybe the product thinking then they might start favoring just shipping something um you know because they just want to kind of kind of do it um and that's the same even with people that like want to manage people kind of great though isn't it like literally shipping but maybe shipping MVP. something they haven't really thought through yeah true, um, but you want to get things or validated or like tested the hypothesis of or like fair, fair. you know so it depends if they're biased in action just to do the engineering because they're excited yeah. but the cost might not matter i mean it doesn't matter but um but it's the same principle with like people that can be good managers and being a good manager and being like technical mm. and being a good technical manager, you know, people might want to also do the code and contribute to the code yeah, rather yeah. than maybe favoring management and other people might favor management over contributing to the code. It's like everyone falls in different places. So I definitely think it's possible. It's just where you're waiting one more than the other and where is one's more important than the other. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, a timing thing, isn't it? I guess characteristically people always kind of not always but a lot of the time you see people just leaning into um where they're comfortable right yeah um and or what they enjoy the what most. they enjoy where, yeah. where but where what they enjoy where they're comfortable because there's momentum right yeah you do what you've, you've you've always done for the most part and it takes a lot of um uh, a lot of kind of foresight or or planning or whatever to to do something different because you're a, a bit of a, you need a bit of a catalyst to change yeah um so if you've al always done it and now you've got a new role and you have to do something else you're still gonna kind of like when when you get promoted or something like that in a job then you're you're still kind of doing your old job as well as doing mm. a new job for a while right because yeah, yeah. it's just it's, it's just habit behavior. almost yeah it's yeah. habit exactly yeah um so I, I can I can definitely see that in t in terms of like manag managers, technical managers, just yeah. wanting to code. And then product, I think the same applies with everything. Like I'm sure there's 
archetypes of businesses out there where they've all done a different they've all solved it in a different way yeah and i'm not sure i just know from first hand experience that um depending on the complexity and depending on the stage whoever's stage got of an the product. I, stage of the product yeah. yeah whoever's got whatever it is in their head and if others can't quite see it translating something high level into very specific detail is a skill is is hard with if you know as a normal product manager you can't see inside your head so you know getting out what it's supposed to be could end up being very like high level like epic you know themes not necessarily how anyone's going to break that down because it's so ambiguous mm. it could be that like i'm not even sure like what the ask is exactly like, i know i need to do a thing but it's, like what actually is the thing we're trying to do it's funny because that is the role <laughs> i know it's the role but but to to not have users to say well because you're seeing how they're using it or to not have some to start with very little yeah, yeah, yeah. and to suddenly be able to unless you're from the domain, the domain yeah. and you understand it really well and everything else can be Cut very difficult part of the process though right like there is user research that exists for a certain thing and then it kind of depends on whether you have like competitors or you have things that are v vaguely solving the same problems like you can't read i mean you, you you absolutely could um go and try to solve a problem without necessarily know how anyone else is solving the problem but you'll probably waste a lot of cycles yeah yeah because development time is expensive yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right so so there's leaning on like a good way of doing this and understanding what you're actually aiming for like what your usp might be in the in the thing that you're trying to solve but then do you sometimes think important. though like you know all the books there's books all of the books all yeah. the books which i think i've read, I've read, yeah, yeah. <laughs> read uh, loads of them and then there's like too. lean canvas and all these other uh, things yeah. i think i unfortunately like a bad realization especially for me is like i have to learn through failure it doesn't <laughs> matter what i've read yeah. i can read it and hear the theory and i'm like it all <laughs> makes sense and then for some reason even though it made it sense click, yeah. i don't adopt it mm right for some reason it's like or i think i'm kind of adopting it but i'm maybe not yeah um and then it's only through the failures that i actually realized that i didn't adopt it and i and it does now make more sense on reflection because i failed at it and then but now you kind of understand the detail of the application of it and that's quite hard because you can hear and everything's like on paper you're like well obviously like that makes lots of sense like it, it's it's pragmatic but yeah you can still not apply it thinking you're kind of applying it maybe or like your situation's harder to to find ways to achieve those things can be hard um without compromising things that i was saying like maybe compromising a business model yeah right where you're like well i don't know say like you gave it all free and you don't have a good monetization strategy mm -hmm. on what you've done for free and maybe you don't have the next killer feature to hook somebody into something as an example yeah and the risk is that you've given the value, all the value away for free, and you don't know how now to monetize it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people lean into support and, you know, all of those. Like, type yeah, and then it's a different business, business model. model. So yeah. it's like, it's hard to to do. Not like this, this topic, <laughs> I'm kind of going off on tangents. Yeah. Um, but we've I've kind of like read lots and done things. But then I think probably process for me, the importance of the process, but I'm a process person maybe, and I'm a structured person, is like, i like the discipline of things so mm. i don't i feel uncomfortable but, when there isn't a little bit but then disciplined 
it's quite a lot of discovery, right? Um, so being quite comfortable in discovery and curiosity is, is normally not necessarily so process heavy because it's, it is exactly that is discovery. And I think maybe uh, you might lean into that a bit more than say process necessarily. And then what, <laughs> what the hell? Shock. shock. Take that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world is here in this. Oh, what um, earth are you saying? <laughs> um, even if you go, if you follow like uh, a, a set process of kind of discovering with the user, what you might, might be doing or whatever, like sometimes it's valuable to just lean into something because you have an idea and you're curious to, ex you know, explore that idea and you're u unique in the way that it's been, that you're attaching to it, right? Or solving it or, wh or whatever. Um, so, But I mean more like the things that we spoke about and you, you like standard stuff of like, when is this actually done? When is this, when is, when are we actually finished? You've spoken about a kind of feature, but that feature is like never ending <laughs> in theory because it's yeah. such a huge huge epic of an epic of an epic or something wow so it's like when are we ever big. when are we ever <laughs> done with this feature <laughs> yeah. and like and then what are all the other things that have to be done um that allows it to be successful and not just the fact that it functionally did it the way that we thought it was and that's it and that's all i have to worry about but that's it you're talking about a feature like the delivery management side is what but I'm that's but to say, so so products aren't built with features that's an implementation of something they're built on solving a user problem a user story right that's why that exists yeah so like even even in in the way that you're kind of like it's a it's a mindset thing so like feature bugs features cool you can you can put your hat on something like that's what you might ticket offers in jira or or whatever but that's not really solving a problem like only using uh, you're you're only solving a problem with a feature with a known yeah, thing I agree that you're that. ticking off. No, you know I agree. I mean? that. You're right there. Yeah, um, yeah. So it needs to be a, a story exactly. of which you're trying to to yeah. achieve, and that might be done through a feature. Yeah, or true, a bug true. Or That's very like that. very fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but even that, I mean, I was just thinking more on deliver the delivery management aspect of are product managers responsible for like the definition of done? Is that more of a delivery management thing? And would you expect a product manager to be also worrying about like? Like, are these all broken down into sizable things we can iterate on mm. this sprint? You know, can the team's velocity, is it, is the team velocity good? Are we story pointing? Like, how much can we deliver per sprint? Um, are we sizing things appropriately? Like, do you think that's a product manager's duty? Or, and if it isn't, whose is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, that's a funny one as well, right? Cause, um, like, uh, we've worked in teams where we've had like, product or service or, or product managers and delivery managers yeah. and sometimes agile coaches yeah. all at the same time. And then it's still the team that's doing that stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're obviously the ones that have the domain expertise. So have to go through story points and this, that and the other. And then maybe one or two of those roles are just responsible for facilitating some of those meetings uh, del delivery manager is more kind of managing the delivery up mm. to their stakeholders and saying hey this is the reporting this is the velocity of the team we're kind of tracking on target or it's a bit to the right or let we do you know what i mean like that's, that's like project management though really i know exactly but like you you say the term and 
I mean, it is, it is a project, isn't it? In the end, at the end of the day, it's well, either no, a project, project or a product. product a product or, lives forever. Yeah, a pro- it's, it's either a project or a product. And a product might have lots of projects in it. A product might have lots of projects in it. It's getting quite so, so meta. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> so like you, you might um, do like a short stint of a spike. You can almost call that a mini project. It's just like names isn't it it's like you're just you're just, <laughs> it's just, you're just like naming something Do you know what it's, it's just, just words. words it's just communication <laughs> at the end of the day but all it's just it's literally just terminology <laughs> and words at the end so but I, I, I just vibrations going same. into your ear <laughs> and that is all it is just vibrations but, just frequencies but, but honestly like there's obviously a, um, a, a kind of preconception when you say project or spike or something like that because it, yeah you know people are like have a an understanding of what that might mean but in the end it's kind of the same thing isn't it to a certain degree i mean that's what i don't know because like it's all a bit i mean yeah it's sometimes it can be a bit semantics but other yeah. times there are like there are real roles and definitions yeah and yeah, and, I'm, and you can you know when you kind of go to the market and you look at lots of different roles and you'd be like right go and get me a job description for like a product manager right and they'll be pretty much roughly the same, but you know the way that business oh, yeah, operates yeah. isn't really the same. Yeah. And there's probably loads of things that weren't on that job spec that they've probably got to do, mm. um, you know, just based on the culture of the business or roles that were missing yeah. um, or roles that aren't missing. I mean, who knows? But nothing's like exhaustive, right? They're not going to go through and like list every intricate detail on a job description. And yeah. they also don't necessarily know the characteristics of the people that they'll be directly working with. Yeah. So then like... Because each team has to be sort of balanced in what it's doing, or it doesn't necessarily have to be, but a high-performing team would be. So where where someone has a bit of a weakness, you might pick that up. Yeah. Um, and that's not in a job description. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if you think through the process, it's like someone needs to know what users want. Who's that person? Product manager, apparently. Okay, cool. Right. So you're a product manager. You're supposed to find out what the users want. And then like you can do that through user research, testing, validation, whatever you want to do. Uh, market assessments things etc etc but then like once you've worked out what they want then the team whoever the rest of the people are also have to figure out how to build that thing Mm. based on what they want isn't the user research also describing kind of that though well there's the prototyping i guess which is the bit that you could do to go and validate whether what you think should be built is the thing that they might want to be built Mm -hmm. um but then somebody has to direct the prototype even of what it is we think it could be Mm. um to go and get validation on and then there's like all the kind of user research element of whether the feedback you're getting is enough Mm -hmm. to give a direction of like whether yeah that's the thing you're even wanting to build in the end like was that even matching and it's an art form in itself like asking the questions in a way so to not lead them down like a a specific answer and stuff and then maybe there wasn't anybody with a vision of it yeah yeah so actually what you did come up with wasn't very visionary yeah Right. So it yeah. didn't challenge much of like what was there already or it wasn't differential enough or it didn't rethink the problem through and come up with a different solution to the problem. Yeah. Like, there's so many permutations of it, which is then like, so who was responsible for that bit? Was that supposed to be the product manager to also come up with like really good ways of like doing it as a team autonomous? And then, then you got the delivery aspect over the other side. So I kind of feel that they are two distinct roles. Because if you're doing a lot of that discovery, working it all out, you probably don't have time to like story point but you're, and do the ceremonies and do all the other things yeah. and do all the check-ins. And because you've got to also, you might be 
it might be another meetings yeah yeah, yeah right true. so then you're like oh i can't attend but so it, there we go but, <laughs> <laughs> they're too busy product but, managers are too busy to do delivery I, I think you're you're um kind of joining the product owner and product manager role because you're talking about don't you tell me <laughs> what <Yeah>. i'm doing it's <laughs> 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 not you accusing me i mean i'm just saying using you know. a product manager the product <laughs> but to, to, to a certain degree because like vision and all of those things aren't not um to describe something and to have that kind of acceptance criteria and to like accept that something is done and the team can start working on something else isn't that role well product owner and product manager those two definitions get mixed up a lot um but but i did caveat they a little are bit kind of distinct the caveat is saying depending on the autonomy of the and, team yeah yeah true um but yeah i i i, I totally agree so, but I still do believe actually product managers and delivery managers are quite different. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, sure. And I don't, I kind of think if you, if maybe it's possible for like a lead or a dev, dev lead in a team to become like a delivery manager. But I also think would they partially yeah. choose their own stories with bias? <laughs> you know this mean? one's because really like, important. Yeah. I need to get it done. No, everyone, this is really easy to do <laughs> because I know exactly how to do it. And they're like, I'm going to bring it in this yeah. spring because yeah. I think it's going to be quick. And then suddenly they're like biasing. It's suddenly it's like 50,000 story points. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're biasing it all. It takes forever. All, their own, all the things that they think should be done in the PR way. PR approved. I'm my hand um, I'm the delivery manager. It's fine. Yeah, which I think that's a conflict. Maybe. So I think there's too much of a conflict of interest there. Uh, yeah, you're, you're you're probably right. And and actually, if you separate the the roles, then the value that you get from it is not is distinct from the team, right? Yeah. So obviously, the it's, the value is very much linked to how the team is doing, but you can measure it separately. Whereas if it, if like a dev is doing the delivery management role how are you measuring that 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 person is even successful in what you're yeah. doing like there's too many hats because i've got to confess i have fluctuated on the value of a delivery manager mm. where i've not necessarily seen the value as much but maybe that's when i was in teams myself it's such an engineering mindset right and then like, oh but you're just asking people what to do <laughs> like you're asking people if they've done something or what to do or when when they're going to do it or something like that so yeah and maybe if you're a bit if you're if you're a bit of a hybrid type of person yeah then you can also plan and you yeah. don't find that very and hard either. yeah and, and you're like i don't really get what we're getting out of this yeah. it's like um especially if you're a lead who maybe can yeah, is yeah. a bit multifaceted but actually, um, in truth, I think having somebody who um, is neutral mm. in that team also probably helps other people. Facilitates. Facilitates well so that everyone has a voice yeah. and that the dynamics don't shift accidentally where somebody that might, have a, might be multifaceted, even like myself, mm. doesn't dominate by accident yeah. or doesn't have ways of like getting things through <laughs> that so maybe many jokes i could be saying here but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just keep just... <laughs> but yeah so that then it's getting the balance of the team right and i and i hadn't necessarily clocked that before mm. where of like recognizing the softer side of Definitely. being neutral and actually the benef benefit of some like a democratic way of because delivery management i guess is bringing the most out of the team yeah not exactly. individual People. not individual people yeah, which if you are 
a person in the team yeah exactly who's also doing the delivery management it's going to be very selfishly driven by accident if, even if driven, yeah, yeah even if you were like thought you were very democratic and thought actually you know you would hate still, to tell it to you break this year, John. <laughs> i'm under no illusion by the way i'm definitely that person who would uh accidentally get my own way yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of accidentally um, all the time yeah. yeah so yeah so um yeah, I think actually delivery managers and product managers, I think, are probably necessary in my conclusion. What do you think? Would you think? Um, I, I think it is very much down to, like, like you said, the 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 time um, and life cycle stage of the product. You know, whether it, you're kind of discovering and then growing and then like gaining type of thing. So you are um i don't know what's worse is the fact that if you're always talking about it i've never once listened to you oh wow um which is really bad to admit like but, yeah, but i don't know what graph you're talking about <laughs> 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 so you mentioned it all the time wow which means i'm like, either i zoned out i'm sure i've even or, sent you articles nice one cheers uh, really <laughs> i don't know which one you're to, honestly which is really bad what is what, what so graph? so basically there's like three stages of a um of 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 anything of like a company of a product of of whatever um the the first stage is all, always like kind of discovering uh what it is you're doing trying to get to some level of um uh, validation right so whether that is you, you probably don't have like um market fit product market fit right like product okay fit or something like that yeah, yeah yeah and then the next stage is growing into yeah, like the growth the market stage. oh i know so, what you mean now yeah, i do yeah, remember yeah, yeah. i have seen yeah i yeah. do remember now and yeah, then the, the phase uh, of a business basically. exactly and then yeah. like the last stage is like optimizing, optimizing. and getting yeah, as I much as you possibly that. can out of out of that <laughs> 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 so like if you're if you're in that sort of uh, early discovery stage um and you don't have domain knowledge of the problem that you're solving then there's probably little value that mm. like maybe a i don't know uh, a product manager with little domain knowledge is going to bring or a um you know if the if the team dynamic is quite well organized and they you know there's like um uh they're quite democratic in how they've organized themselves or it's a small team then maybe you don't need a delivery manager um because you're in that discovery phase and the budget or the funding for your thing might not be huge yeah. um but then i think as you grow then um you lean more into process because that's the only thing keeping you keeping you you know going um so you probably are right you might need both i think because it's slightly different skills mm. <clears throat> that bring different things to the table and i suppose it depends on what you're wanting in the team yeah what outcome i suppose if you've got the outcome you're striving for as a business then what's the team dynamic you think will yield the best result and if like the things we've mentioned are going to be problematic if there's like a john shanks in a team who's also a delivery manager yeah. and maybe a product manager who's going to favor all his own ideas and get everything shit like, is that what you want yeah so true. i guess if it isn't then you want to make sure that you avoid those traps by accident uh, just fire him it's fine just, yeah just get rid of like just get jesus christ just yeah. fire that just, guy just, already just, yeah what's it what does it take <laughs> what does it take to get rid of that guy because i would bias a lot for like simplicity smaller teams leaner teams maybe like wear a few hats you know it's okay and then it's only really if you kind of challenge it and put it through the lens i don't know if that's going to get the best result yeah. in the end when you do it 
it's more cost effective it's definitely probably you know makes it a little bit more efficient in terms of like time yeah um because yeah every person you add to the team costs you Mm. right most of the time well they what is it is it is it dunbar's law where they talk about the size of the team you've done or this, or it's always, there's always before. there's always some law that i i like miss uh um uh, like a paraphrase or, or just like create a brand I think new dunbar's, thing dunbar's i could be wrong yeah obviously conway's law is where you reflect the business the yeah, system yeah. reflects the business yeah. and then dunbar one of them is like where the worst possible thing that can happen does happen like carrying my eyes and I don't know what Dunbar's is. I might be confused. I, I, I thought I thought one of them is like um, talking about the. Uh, it's a book of laws. We need some printed out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Laws. Every episode we do because <laughs> you, you bring it up would be so useful. Just a, honestly, just super a quick, useful. Yeah, exactly. A, but um, uh, one is about like um, uh, like how many relationships you could have, um, and like you know, there's like. You can have high, oh, five, yeah. five uh, high-performing. Yeah, the uh, optimal or, thing, exactly. like a hundred people. Exactly, exactly, is when you start in your to life. see. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, start yeah. to see society. Even society works by those. Exactly, numbers, exactly that, right? So, yeah. so like um, a team of five is kind of considered the perfect amount. Yeah, and then you have a kind of wider team of say fifteen or something like that, and it grows and it grows and it grows. It's referred to in like team topologies and a bunch of yeah. other kind of um books uh in and around the same topic so it i'm hoping i'm getting that right but um uh that kind of high throughput information can't doesn't scale it can't mm. that's the whole point so when you need to maybe communicate with more people and and you have like a a potential bridge to those people and that might be the form of a delivery manager it might be the form of like a product owner because that's that's doing other things that they're managing up as well as managing managing the delivery yeah. it might make sense um yeah 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 optimal team sizes before it exactly but you can fit and split them into feature teams you could yeah exactly so you can always keep lean teams like but component teams microservices but it is an expensive whatever thing to have somebody managing process and people all the mm. time for each team i mean it might might yield the best results um but it's I also mean, quite this a cost industry is quite just a costly. expensive like everything you do is expensive yeah right everything i do is expensive i mean totally everything you do is expensive but <laughs> in general yeah, yeah. <laughs> in general like this like technology um it's just gone ridiculously expensive mm. i think maybe in the next industry in yeah i don't know if the bubble the bubble has kind of burst a bit though, to a be lot fair. of redundancies <clears throat> yeah. it's like not as it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy in the last it is obviously it covid people have obviously hired it's been been a bit nuts right yeah that was like um, another hype within the hype because yeah. before covid it was already hyped massively um and then covid was a different type of hype and it's fear not... fear and hype at the same time yeah, yeah yeah because different businesses also didn't survive obviously depending on what the business, and, business was and now we've just returned to the 2000 uh, 2021 hype so we're still hyped because it's still yeah it didn't go back numbers, down fully, yeah, did it? exactly to what exactly. it was yeah prior yeah which is still it feels so insane but everything is technology now. We've massively digressed. Um, di- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> digressed. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about that in the next episode where we'll go over what it takes to hire the right capabilities and train people up and get them in the market. And if you need to have maybe existing technical skills or non-technical skills, what you mm. favor. 
soft skills over tech or tech skills over soft skills, etc. And maybe like what what type of characteristics fit roles? Yeah. That'd be quite cool to explore. And let's not forget also, we do have a new website for Cloud Unplugged. Ah, nice. Yeah, CloudUnplugged.io. And there's also the YouTube for Cloud Unplugged and um, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. Which has all been done, rebranded, so I hear. Just putting that out Fantastic. There. So, you know, there's I'm some amazing pictures of you and I Yay. looking <laughs> like two people that didn't quite make the cut from a boy band uh, <laughs> back in like the early 90s or you something. Definitely got the haircut for it. So I don't know. I've why. had this haircut since the 90s. Exactly. Since I got rejected, actually. <laughs> Pop Idol, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Pop Idol before yeah, it was yeah, yeah. X Factor. So you didn't make it onto Pop Idol? I didn't. Oh, I man. didn't. And it's pretty bitter. But l- luckily. Yeah. Hey, cloud of fuck now. I made it. (laughs) (laughs) Dreams come true for me. And if you didn't read in between the lines here, we're looking for three more people to join our boy band. (laughs) (laughs) Check out the new things and thanks for listening. Thanks all. Bye. See you soon. Bye. (laughs)